This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I need information I needed five minutes ago. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. An everything entertainment update heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. So, um, what's new in your world? The Will and Grace revival will come to an end after its third season, which kicks off next year. Mm. Uh, the original season uh, series ran for eight seasons from 98 to 2005. I didn't watch after the first season of Will and Grace this comeback. Why? I loved it so much. Yeah, Dawn, I tried. I tried. Well, I love the I love the original. And yeah. then um it was a little bit like wading through mud. It was a little bit slower. Yes, and second season was even yeah. more molasses like. And I'm like, "Oh, I really want to like this." It's so hard when you really want to like something and you just don't like a Murphy Brown reboot. Oh, terrible. same. Yes. Oh gosh. Yeah, I think this is a smart decision. Yeah. Trifecta and then done. Okay, um, let's see. Oh, an HBO exec says that a Sopranos reboot isn't out of the question. There's no plans, but uh, there's no discussions about it. But James Gandolfini's son, Michael, is a really good actor. And he is playing the young Tony Soprano in the prequel film, uh, The Many Saints of Newark. I don't wow. know when that comes out, but uh, you know we heard about that quite a while ago. So now they're thinking about doing a, a series with them yeah. starting up that again. That's great. I think yeah. so. I mean, it's, gosh, it's such a great show. It was, you almost want to so just say weird. you don't watch the original. Uh, yeah, that too. But yeah, but yeah, it's just one of those shows that I probably would watch. It's just like you're always going to be a fan of The Walking Dead, yep. no matter how crappy it gets. Yeah, I love The Sopranos. Oh yeah. Okay, we didn't get a chance to talk about this earlier. Diddy. P. Diddy, Sean Combs, Puffy. He has been spotted around the country with 22-year-old woman. Her name is Lori Harvey. She is 27 years younger than him. She's also Steve Harvey's stepdaughter. Yes, and he reportedly dated his son. Yeah. So she's an ex of the son, and are they dating? or? Were they, but they've been hanging out like two in the morning, walking, talking, uh-huh. having fun, laughing. Yeah, going to dinner. People have spotted them out uh, in New York at different restaurants. I yeah. think they're dating. Your heart finds a way, I guess, but... Uh, I you know and I don't uh, know if I was the son I'd be a little bit like come well, on the, sto- the stories about the son though those aren't confirmed necessarily because okay. I did a little bit more of a deep dive into this yesterday yeah they were seen at the same parties together and out okay. about but they were never seen kissing or officially dating so maybe she was just friends with him Got met it. his dad even though I don't know twenty seven years is a big gap there yeah sometimes I worry he's had a lot of trauma though in the last year with losing the wife yes. of his kids and that was just a really sad situation so. Oh, well, we just want people to be happy, don't we? Yes, we we do. You're right. Yes. And that is the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. 
We are 26 days away from the Minnesota State Fair. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. My Talk 1071, it's 805 on your Friday morning. Don and me hanging out with you this morning. Jace is in Duluth. He'll be back on Monday with I'm sure some fun stories of all of the great things that he's experiencing sure. there. One thing I'm experiencing, Don, is yeah, we're uh, 26 days away from the fair, and we keep joking that I'm going to need a little commode or my own porta potty <laughs> outside our compound um, <laughs> at the state fairgrounds. Yeah, because uh, we will be doing our show live, just like every show here, um, live yeah. from the state fair. Uh, so we hope you come see us, of course. Um, so that's been kind of a joke, and then every other break, I'm running to the bathroom to go to go because. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I'm only 15 weeks along, so can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. In a few months, woo, oh. it's going to be all, I might need a diaper. Oh, my God. And diaper I'm open life. to it. You love it. You can't wait for diaper Look, life. You got to do what you got to do, and some of these stories uh, in your story, which you'll share yours, because <laughs> you had me laughing so hard yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we have uh, some people on the on hold here that want to tell you about their funny, or maybe not so funny, Pregnancy P stories. So yes. Let's go to Liz first. Hi, Liz. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hey. Oh, good. How are you? Great. I'm good. I'm good. good. So, yeah, I have a very weird, slightly PMI uh, <laughs> pregnancy related story. So, when I, with my third pregnancy, I had really bad morning sick and my bladder wasn't what it used to be anymore. Mm-hmm. So, every time I had to be sick, I had to sit on the toilet while doing that. Oh, cause <laughs> because both ends. Like, well, oh, pants, gosh. Right. right. Oh, you so, poor thing. I know, I know. <laughs> and so one time we flew We flew to see my in-laws. I'm getting off the plane, and I realized, okay, I, I'm i going to be sick. Oh, no. And so I find a family bathroom. I'm trying to rip the garbage can out of the wall oh. so that I don't uh, have to, because I have to puke and pee at the same time. Oh, God. And I oh. thought... <laughs> it's horrible. So then I have to decide between uh, pe- throwing up in the toilet and peeing on myself or <laughs> peeing in the toilet and puking on the floor. Oh, what choice did you make? Puke <laughs> on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, no. How far along were you? Yeah. Just- uh, like, oh, uh, maybe six months or something. Oh. Wow, so this lasted almost yeah. your whole oh. pregnancy, huh? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I'm hope I'm having that. I hope it goes away. <laughs> yeah, she's not feeling good. She's, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, crossing fingers now, but still, hey, funny story to share now. You live through that, right? Yeah, exactly. So, Gotta yeah, be thankful. Anyway, so may the force be with you. Yes, <laughs> thank you for sharing, Liz. Thanks, oh. Liz. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we can all laugh in. about it. Yeah. Okay. So let's yeah. go on to Lori. Lori, good morning. Morning. Hi. <laughs> What's your pregnant pee story? <laughs> <laughs> I was probably about as far along as you are and stuff and woke up on a Saturday morning and yeah. I had, you know, kind of the opposite. I could go pretty much like all day without having to go to the bathroom. But on Saturday morning, such stomach pains Mm. and just couldn't even get up. And I called the doctor and they assured me I wasn't having a miscarriage. But if I didn't feel better, go to the emergency room. So Mm -hmm. by the afternoon, I went to the emergency room and they determined I have a bladder infection, but based on Mm. no urine, I don't know how, Mm. gave me a prescription and sent me home. 
And I was in misery, like, all weekend, even laying in the oh, tub God. just because, you know, my back and the kidneys and the oh. bladder just hurt. Drove myself first thing Monday morning to the obstetrician's office, and they determined they see one patient like this a year. I have a really tipped uterus, and because of the baby and everything, it shut off my bladder. Oh, so, oh my so God. for like three weeks, I had to wear a catheter with the bag strapped to my leg. <laughs> Ooh, sexy. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. no, that's awful. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I'm so sorry. You lived through it, though, and yeah. you made it to the I other did. side. Yeah. And then to- to find, you know, my shorter dresses, I had to wear, like, little house on the prairie dresses just to cover it up. Oh, some little bloomers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, Lori. Oh. Well, thanks for sharing that story. Yeah. Yes. yes. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Oh, wow. That, I've never heard that before. I know. Someone's pregnant. Well, my mother had a tipped uterus, too. So that's yeah. something, it just can get turned around in there, and then they got, yeah. Oh, just, well, at least you got some relief. Yeah. I hope you're not getting too scared, Alexis. No, so. no, no. This is a this is a funny story from Heather. Oh, good, Heather. Tell us about your pee uh, pee pregnancy oh. story. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is not as bad as the other two women. Oh, yeah. I feel so bad for them. Oh, yeah. Um. So my husband and I were enjoying some fun having, and uh-huh. um, and I may or I laughed, and I may or may not have peed on him and I couldn't stop and he felt so bad and so we just laughed about it but it was kind of embarrassing oh my gosh and yeah you were having some uh, fun fun time in the bedroom is what you're saying yeah okay. <laughs> Yeah, so, that's yeah. Oh man, Heather. But oh, hey, Heather. I bet you guys look back at that and just crack up. Oh, we cracked up then too. But oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. So, you couldn't quit but, laughing. I got it, Heather. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh man. Best well, of luck. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, Heather. Oh, Bye. Oh, okay. Oh god. I, wow. Okay. See that's that happening funny. too. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. And well, yeah, you got to tell your story, Don, because this is kind of where this all started. <laughs> yeah, so I um, was pregnant at the same time that my sister was pregnant. Okay. And uh, it was the 4th of July, and we were actually, she had just had her baby, and I was still, I was very pregnant. My daughter was, actually, my daughter's birthday was yesterday. She's 28. Yay! I can't believe it. So, um, so she was born the 25th of July. So I was very pregnant uh, on the 4th of July. Mm okay so 28 years ago so um uh, you know we were doing some sparklers and i had two sparklers in my hand going at the same time just out to here when i say out to here you can oh yeah she was 10 pounds and i was 100 pounds when i got pregnant so so can you imagine like oh but uh you know i was 17 you know so (laughs) anyway i'm doing sparklers it's the fourth of july and my (laughs) sister is singing like john philip souza's you know do 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 and she started going really getting into it and i was too and i was really like doing the crescendo and like really swinging around and i started laughing and i was so pregnant you know you don't have a lot of bladder control like we've talked about i started laughing and i didn't want to pee my pants my little leggings and so i put the sparklers like i was bent over to try to hold like hold the pee (laughs) and i had the lit sparklers between my legs and i started peeing and i peed on the sparklers and put out the sparklers (laughs) (laughs) 
my sister's laughing so hard and she almost fell off the porch. Oh my God. It was one of the funniest uh, moments of being pregnant that just like, you know, you know, when you just can't stop laughing. Oh. You can't stop laughing, and you're like, I'm peeing, I'm peeing. Like, oh. I remember, I just was like, <gasps> whenever I get to what? really start laughing hard, I have, like, silence, and then I go, <gasps> and I'm like, I'm you know. Oh, God, so that's kind putting of out of, fires. Yeah, putting out sparklers. That's a, put a damper on 4th of July, for oh, sure. Oh, well, I'm yeah. worried about it, because, you know, we just talk, told the story yesterday for Project Down and Dirty when we were at the Minnesota Zoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, not pregnant, and still, you know, so I'm screwed, guys. I, I mean, diaper life for me. You need your own, You you really do need special treatment here. Because mm. as we know, you know, the bathrooms aren't that we're a little lucky because our broad our booth, we have a very nice new building at the Minnesota State Fair. Oh, it's gorgeous. And it's a little bit closer, a few rows down. Yeah. From we're like a block and a half away. Yeah. And so but getting to the bathroom through the crowd, mm. you have to realize, you guys, Alexis gets stopped a lot. Going, oh, because people love her. People love Jason and Alexis. They stop him a lot. Go, I love you. And they want to stop you and tell a story. Right. You only have like a few minutes between commercial breaks. Yeah, to hustle and get there. We, and so it's difficult. You have to kind of be a jerk to people sometimes and go, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm really sorry. Because if you let, you know, and yeah. I, it's very sweet that they want to tell you how much they love you. But oh, yeah. Am you I gonna, the best listeners in the world. I might have to run interference for you and oh. just like have my arm out like a football player go and be like, don't stop her. She's go. going to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Unless well, we can get you your own porta potty that's special well, for you. You want to know Holly Roberts' idea? What? She, we were in the prep room yesterday. <laughs> you were telling this story. And she goes, Well, don't worry, Lex. We'll get you a a, a coffee can <laughs> and, <laughs> and a bag. No big deal. You just oh, squat in our little, uh, our little room there. It's air conditioned. I'm like, oh, You know what? Oh, my gosh. I'm open to it. <laughs> oh, no. But didn't you say that the, uh, the people, the barbecue people? Yes. Okay. The turkey leg people uh-huh. are near us. Yeah. They make Texas toast, I think think and a whole bunch of other things but they have a little porta potty for their folks in the back and i thought we need to negotiate maybe I'll just something pop in them. there yeah just do that now i remember my grandma's cabin growing up there was um well for a while there wasn't electricity but definitely no running water oh whoa. and in her little she had her own little private suite there yeah. which was like this little tiny room but yeah she had her own commode in there oh did she <laughs> so i thought maybe <laughs> you want a bed pad is what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe we can do that for yeah. the fair. We'll see. But oh, I won't be boy. hopefully too far along. Just it's, like, yeah, it's twenty. What was it? Twenty six days away. Something. Yeah, twenty six days away from the fair, friends. Wow. Whoa. I just want. Um, I want to remind people in advance that yes. if you're going to eat that corn, which oh. is delicious, <laughs> yes. Move your ass to the grass. Move your ass to because the grass. when you're trying to go down the road, it is a road. Yes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, 
so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. People stop and just eat the corn in the middle, and it's a big traffic jam. I wish I could have a state fair t-shirt special for me that says... Move your ass to the grass and then a piece of corn and on And a there. Corn, corn cob. A corn cob. People would buy that, I think. I think so. Maybe I'll just make my own. We have all these merch we, ideas with the oh, we sure do. bumper stickers and, and yeah, that one. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I got the puffy paint. We can make well, that. Uh, we'll make a custom one. Yeah. We can we can bedazzle it. Mm, oh, yeah. I got the bedazzle. I got the crystals. I got the whole. Ooh, craft time. Yes. All right, we got this. <laughs> yep. Amy tweeted us too. She says, every time I sneeze, I would say, I'm so over peeing my pants on the daily. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Pregnant and there's going to be a lot to talk about. that bladder. Woof. Yep. Oh, hey, the other thing that's really cool that's going on. In fact, we did just get our email from Jess in promotions who has our daily winner. Yeah. Because there's really, so not, so today. So you have you can win today, and then you can win next Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and that's it for our tank a day. Right. So we um, do you have our winner. I do, Sandy Van, uh, Sandy Sandvig from Bloomington. Oh, one hundred dollars in gas. Congrats, uh, Sandy. We haven't read all of the winners yet, but it, they will notify you if you're the winner. You'll yes. know before we say it on the air. <laughs> yes, you got it. And you'll get a hundred dollar gift card, so you don't have to use it all at once. But to fill your car, your boat, your RV, your lawn mower and it's so easy to do if you haven't already download the my talk app tap that app and register it's very easy it's less than a minute Mm -hmm. and then every day you just enter to win a tank a day so you can find more my talk 1071.com keyword tank when we this is a my talk dirt alert 820 friday morning july 26 jason and alexis in the morning and as always we've got elizabeth reese with the dirt hey elizabeth good morning team good morning it's nice to be with you all yeah okay so i do have a follow-up to a story that we talked about yesterday and this was constance Wu and her quote-unquote diva behavior okay Right. right so we were talking yesterday about how constance Wu. Her management has been going to media outlets and whatnot, making sure that her name gets top billing on this new Hustlers movie that she's in with Jennifer Lopez and Cardi B. Right. There have been other stories about her being difficult on the set. And then, of course, we have her own Twitter record of really not handling um, the renewal of the show fresh off the boat. Well, right. Mm -hmm. Even though that would be good news for most people. She didn't take it well. Yeah, more work is good. Right. So Constance Wu, apparently after those stories circulated yesterday, she um, called up E.T. Entertainment Tonight and said, we made this film with an incredible spirit of sisterhood and love. Any reports otherwise have felt like an age old attempt to pit us against each other and knock us down. In truth, we had the best time making this. We won't be knocked down. We will continue to share and celebrate this story together as sisters Thank you to all the fans for believing in us and supporting this film. Oh. Smart move. The movie is about strippers out for revenge on Wall Street clients, FYI, and mm-hmm. it's going to debut at Toronto Film Festival in September. I believe her. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I think that once you get a reputation, if you're a little bit difficult or if people take something, I mean, you know, she's been known to, well, she's tweeted some things that aren't great. That wasn't great. Yeah. But, you know, mm. then they're just going to continue that narrative. It's just a trap. Yeah. And they do like to try to pit people against each other. Well, they especially totally women. do. And then you have the other issue of the fact that she's an Asian American woman, right? Mm-hmm. And so you've got this whole yeah. cultural ideal of what Asian American women are supposed to be. And so mm. for a lot, you know, I think that gets tricky because I think for a lot of people, 
they have a very um, mm-hmm. sad, limited view of what Asian American women should be. And I'm, you know, and she is not, she's strong and she's going to say what she thinks and what she wants. Now that, be Get said, used to it. No. That's yeah. right, Alexa. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. The Twitter thing about fresh off the boat wasn't great. No, but, no, no. You know, that was a misstep things, for sure. <laughs> there you go. You know what, though? I think it was great, though. She really focuses on everyone and, and the project. She wants to refocus. Let's not focus on that and me specifically, but let's yeah. broaden this out. We've made a great movie. Mm-hmm. We hope you all like it. And maybe yeah. she hasn't behaved well and she's realized, oh, gosh, mm. this isn't good. Right? Maybe she hasn't handled fame well. I mean, oh, we don't know what that's like. Right. We oh. won't ever know. I maybe mean, she maybe hasn't. We no. uh, Ryan Seacrest <laughs> like told that. a pretty funny story on uh, Live with Kelly and Ryan yesterday about trying to get into J-Lo's 50th birthday party. <laughs> so, I mean, the funny thing about these two, Kelly and Ryan, is that they live such big, amazing lives that it's so unrelatable to the average person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the stories are entertaining. So Ryan Seacrest talking yesterday about being briefly denied entry into J-Lo's 50th birthday party. <laughs> he flew from New York City to Miami specifically for the party, knowing he had to get back to New York for work the next day. So he was like, I'm going to go and stay for half the dinner and then try to sneak out. And he said that he got there and he was super excited because she personally invited him. Mm. And then she gets to the front of the line. He gets to the front of the line and sees that the guy there has a list. And the guy says, well, you're not on the list. Ryan Seacrest was not on the list. <laughs> He's like, Dude, don't you know who I am? He says, Did have so a Reese Witherspoon moment? He goes, so I say, clearly there must be a mistake. She invited me personally. Uh-huh. Can I see the list? Well, sure enough, there's no Ryan Seacrest on the list. Oh, oh God. So he thought the guy was just going to let him in. But he said, no, you have to wait under the fan. And then um, there was a phone call made. <laughs> oh, good. And Ryan Seacrest was finally allowed into the party. Well, then he said that he was thinking, like, I'm going to go. There's going to be so many people there. I'm so happy but then i gotta sneak out because i gotta make it back to new york for work <laughs> private jet is waiting oh, and um, oh my god he said that he ends up sitting right next to jennifer and alex he's right next to them oh he said which is great but difficult if you have to leave because then a rod gets up and gives the sweetest most romantic speech at her birthday party oh. and ryan seacrest can't get out of there it's pretty fun out. story. He can't. Oh my gosh! Wow, the, it's a fun story. Yeah, but at he, least he has a private jet, so they can just be waiting, and he didn't miss waiting. a flight. He, he can leave not. whenever. No. He's like, like, I gotta get through security. No one in the airport was going. Ryan Seacrest, right this over is the intercom. Last call for Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest out. Oh, have you ever heard had that happen? It's so embarrassing. I have had it where mm. they have just been about closing the mm. door. Yeah. But I like to roll in. Yeah. This is my ideal situation. <laughs> Walk out of the car. <laughs> walk with my luggage, uh-huh. walk through security, walk directly onto the plane. Oh. That means that I have properly maximized every minute that's available to me. Nice. Oh, not me. I got to be there way early. Oh, I gotta yeah. Be, I want to sit there for two hours. I got to go have a yeah. meal. Yeah. Get your <laughs> mudslide. Get, yeah. I just like, I feel like if I get there early, I'm wasting time. That being said, every time I get to the airport, particularly our airport, which oh, is so fine. great. I'm like, why don't I get here early and actually wander around? Because this place is so fun. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Taylor Swift is going to receive the first ever Icon Award at the 2019 Teen Choice Awards. Oh, that's cool. So she um, has sold more than 50 million albums, you all. And wow. she is a teen icon. She totally fits. is. Yeah. Uh, they're saying she is one of today's biggest social influencers, using her voice and platform to inspire and create positive change. Cool. So she's going to get this first ever award. Oh. It is kind of funny to have an Icon Award at the Teen Choice Awards. Yeah. But 
I mean, I guess for the under 30 set, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Teen Choice Awards will air August 11th on Fox. You can mark your calendars accordingly. Um, yeah. Right. Perfect. <laughs> Thanks, friend. Thanks, Elizabeth. You can see Elizabeth, Twin Cities Live, Channel 5, starting at 3. And, of course, she's got an awesome podcast, Best to the Nest. You can listen to that at mytalk1071.com. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino's newest film that opened last night. The reviews are in. Are they good or are they bad? Oh, welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. It's 8.32 on your Friday morning. Happy July 26th. Dawn and me hanging out with you this morning. Yeah. Jason's in Duluth. He'll be back on Monday. And we're pretty jazzed about Quentin Tarantino's new movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And the reviews are in. You also read about a 10-year-old who's in it, and it's very sweet. Oh, yeah. Um, But the looks like... Rotten Tomatoes, it's 89% right now. Really? That's pretty good. The Google users, 92% of them liked the film. Um, Let's see here. That's pretty close. So the critics' score is 89%? Yep. Ooh, it's that is it's usually not that close. The critics are usually harder on films than the public, so it's usually lower. Yeah, that's not much lower. Eighty nine percent from yeah. critics to ninety two. Yeah, wow. for the users and others. Okay, that's really good. Hmm. Um, some other uh, reviews. This is from Variety. It says um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is heady, engrossing, kaleidoscopic, particularly detailed, nostalgic splatter collage of a film. Uh huh. Man, this writing sometimes. Oh. Uh, an epic tale of bl- backlot Hollywood in 1969, which allows Tarantino to pile on all his obsessions. Okay. From Variety. I hope no f- foot fetish obsession. Oh, yeah. You know <laughs> that's in there. That. Ew, I had no idea. <laughs> I didn't no, didn't either. need to know that. Thank you. Yeah, and hopefully it's for clean feet. I mean, who knows? You might like the toe jam <laughs> oh, or something. Hell. Um, um, first post, they say to, uh, now, not the best review this time around, though highly mm. ambitious in scope, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, lacks the finesse and excitement of Tarantino's previous efforts. Okay. So we get the yin and the yang there, mm-hmm. but in general, I'm pretty hard on movies. I'm, I'm hard to, I've noticed that I'm kind of, you know, it takes a lot to impress me. Right. Well, nowadays. that's why we like your reviews. Well, I don't know. I think I'm kind of ruined because I have my master's in screenwriting. So right. I have my teacher who used to write for Star Trek <laughs> in the back of my head going, Mm-mm, don't waste people's time. Don't do an, a bunch of, you know, be efficient. Yep. Uh, so that was the other one of the other reviews. I was just uh, just breezing through real quick. And one said that it's way too long. It should be an hour and a half, but it's almost close to two and a half hours. Oh, see, that's going to bug me. Mm, yep, I can already see that. Yeah. Yep, I've got my teacher saying, if you think that you are so good mm-hmm. that your film needs to be more than 100 minutes, which is every page is a minute, you better think again. Yeah. It better be Titanic. I Even mean, she with was hard on Brad us. Brad Pitt in there and your, the other stars. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. But yeah, initially, you know, sometimes you see a movie and you're like, wow, that is totally exactly. I I love it from beginning to end, you Mm -hmm. know, so you never know. We might love this from beginning to end. Yeah, we're both excited to see it this weekend. Yes, I think I'm going to see it this weekend. Yeah. Um, So I want to talk about one of the stars. Yes, please. Her name is Julia Butters. She her first acting acting gig 
was when she was just four. She made her acting debut on an episode of Criminal Minds. Oh, I love that show. (laughs) Okay, so six years later, she is the star of American Housewife. She's one of the kids on that show. Um, So she's in this movie. She plays a child actor um, alongside Leonardo DiCaprio's character. Wow. And so... She didn't even know who he was. I love it. It's so (laughs) great to hear kids talk about it. She goes, I thought he was a musician. And then um, now she did know she did recognize Brad Pitt's name. And she said, I just knew him as a handsome guy. Like all the women would say, oh, Brad Pitt, he's so handsome. That's how I knew his name. So she could care less about who these people are. That's what I love. Um, (laughs) And then they say, um, what happens when you tell someone that you worked with Brad? She goes, I don't really tell people about it. They mostly find out on their own. And then they shake my shoulders and say, how handsome is Brad Pitt? Was he hot? And she's like, that's not an exaggeration. I'm like, you're asking a kid if an adult man is hot? I and don't know about 10? that. Yeah, come on. Ladies, she's probably calm like, down. He's nice to me. Yeah, I don't think of and grown men that way. They could be my grandpa. Yeah. Truly. Sometimes we'll meet around craft services and eat an Oreo together. Right. She's 10. All right. So, and then they asked her, how did your audition for the movie come about? Oh, yeah, yeah. She said that Quentin told her uh, when he brought her in, he goes, I was watch. I was writing this script and I had American Housewife. He just had some TV on for background noise as he was writing. And the show American Housewife came on and she was doing a monologue. And the monologue was called Bloody Becky. I don't know what it was, but she has no idea why he liked that one. But he said, I should have her audition for this. So he auditioned her. She said it was so much fun. My mom had to leave the room because we were laughing too loud. (laughs) Then I got a call back. We were sitting in the office and he said, so I was writing the character in the movie and he was about to tell the story. And she goes, oh, you wrote the movie? Well done. Well done. I know she didn't know that he wrote it or who he is. It's just adorable. Oh, I bet he loves that too. He's just like, yeah, so pure and fresh. Oh, yeah. Something Uh, different. Then they asked her, uh, were you nervous filming the scene with Leo? Mm. Um, She said that that was my audition scene. I had to learn 21 pages in a week. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, uh, probably less than a week. So I already kind of knew the lines. So she auditioned with the same, you know, same piece. part of the yeah. script. Yeah. Um, but we did have rehearsals. We'd go through this. Uh, we go to the set, not even in wardrobe, and just run it many times. That's why that way we could get all of the bad takes out of the way, so that the good ones would come later. Oh! And this is the the cutest part of this this interview. Once again, this is Julia Butters. She's a ten year old star in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, and they said, um, they said. Uh, now, in it, you whisper in Leonardo's ear, that was the best acting I've ever seen in my whole life. That's one of her lines in the movie. And as an actor playing an actor, she says this to him and whispers it in his ear. Now, she said, he's such a great actor, so I wasn't really reciting a line. It was mostly coming from me. She meant it. It wasn't anything like, oh my gosh, I'm going to whisper something in Leonardo DiCaprio's ear. It was more like, I'm going to recite this line and whisper in my friend's ear. Oh, that just breaks your heart, doesn't it? Because she's best like, way. she really does think he's a good actor. So it was easy for her to say the line because she, she was, was really saying it as herself. Oh, God. 
I was oh, like, okay, this 10-year-old's so making us want to watch oh, this even more. I know. I kind of just want to, like, now I'm excited to see the movie just to see Julia Butters. Yeah. She's beautiful, too. You can tell. Sometimes when you look at kids, you're like, oh, my gosh. She's going to grow up to be like a Jennifer Garner. Her little face is just precious. Cute. Yeah. So. Oh, man. Can you imagine? You know, now the person who was probably freaking out was her mom. Yeah. With all the stars. No. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I wonder if she had to leave the, the room because they were probably just like, yeah, just freaking out. I mean, the star power in this film alone. Is... I'm sure mom was really excited about the fact she got that opportunity. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. See, it just goes to show. Yeah. All the other things that you've worked on. You never know who's going to see it. You never it's know what's going to happen. Isn't that cool that he just happened? To, I, I believe in fate, you know, yeah. and, and so she is just in this show. She probably thinks, wow, this is the top of my career as a little child actor. And yeah. just he so happened just to look up and go, oh, huh. I'm writing this character right now. And that girl would be great. Yeah. That's oh. so cool. And here we are. Mm hmm. Oh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood opened up last night. Of course, this weekend, lots of people will see it, including us. Hey, Dawn, yeah. let's talk about school bus. So oh, what a Friday morning, July 26th. Jason and Alexis in the morning, My Talk 107.1. Dawn and me hanging out with you this morning. Jace is in Duluth. He'll be back on Monday. Yeah. We're having a great day today. Yeah. Hey, the, the sun's, sun's out. out. Yeah. It looks nice. We're in that weekend kind of mood. Sure. To enjoy your day. Uh, and uh, maybe if you see some school buses, you'll have the same observation as Dawn. <laughs> Did what a couple days ago now? Uh, yeah, I got to tell Iris? you. Yeah, I was going uh, to see Iris, and uh, she's my elder friend. By the way, you can next Tuesday they're having another orientation, so um, you can go to Little Brothers Friends of the Elderly and see how you can get signed up for that. It's two hours informational thing, no commitment if you don't want to. Just go check it out, okay? Yeah. So anyway, I'm on the way there, and something I've always loved. You know, some people are irritated when they're behind a school bus. Yes, because they're like, oh, I can't pass. I got to be very. Mm. Yeah, you know, when that door opens too, you got to stop. I mean, you've got to be very careful and you have to pay attention. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, that obviously. Well, something I've always loved is how kids look out the window and they will make faces at you and they will be <laughs> doing whatever and just like dancing and being crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, we were those kids. I loved it. I used to ride the bus for a couple of oh. years and, you know, they're wild and they're like either going to school or coming home from school and um we used to moon people i mean it was- oh yeah i mean yeah <laughs> so you know school buses and i always like say hi i always wave and like you know yeah just, it's it's always been a fun thing like look at them they're enjoying life they don't have bills to worry about uh-uh. they're just Carefree. having fun with their friends the kids in the back of the bus are usually rowdy yeah they're the little monsters that's me again <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i'm the class clown so i'm back there doing stuff so anyway and it's fun too when they can see oh they can see me and they usually and acknowledge are like, them. yeah they like you know and they're like hey you know so <laughs> i had this funny moment because i was behind a school bus and no none of the kids were doing this none of the kids were up well, they were good kids they weren't 
well, they weren't doing what I normally see them do. And I started having this real introspective moment about mm. why are they being so well-behaved? What are they doing? Are they in trouble? And then I went, they're all on screens. Oh. They all have their phones. Their childhood is being robbed from them <gasps> because they're all on their little phones watching oh. YouTube clips. And, and not talking to And they're other. not talking to each other. They're not having that fun playtime and interacting with each other. And I started to get really sad panda about it, Alexis. Oh. I was I, like, I look at them. They're, not, they're, just, they're all just sitting there. They're little zombies watching their little video clips. Oh, and not socializing. Not having not, fun. Then I realized. Although that could be their fun now. That's their fun. Alexis, then I realized. Yeah. That the school bus was empty. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait a second! We're down this really bad road. This really negative road. About You're like, this might be a bus driver's dream. They're quiet. I'm like, oh no, I had this whole like, no, kids are changing so much. And I'm like, Oh, so sad. And then I'm like, oh, you idiot. It's an empty school bus. Oh. <laughs> but seriously. Did you think they were bent yeah. down? Or? Uh, no, I just, I didn't know. I thought I saw little heads there. And then I'm like, oh, that's an empty bus. What am oh, I talking about? Never mind. So don't then. worry. Kids are still having fun out there, guys. Oh, good. Yeah. I mean, it also depends on the age. When do you give a kid a cell phone? When do you allow him or her to take their switch on oh. the bus? Right. Is that even allowed? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. You know, I am really... My daughter turned 28 yesterday. Does she have a cell phone yet? Uh, Yeah, yeah, (laughs) she does. Wish she would answer it more, but that's a whole other topic. But, you know, I am so glad... That I didn't have to deal with that because oh, they nobody yeah. my when my daughter was in high school nobody had cell phones yet even just ten years ago I don't know what it was but she could use mine from yeah. time to time but it wasn't a thing where kids had their own phones really even or parents didn't feel the pressure to yeah, have to get your kid like a phone. twelve years ago yeah and now for safety's sake it's great because you you're like to. you can track them if you want to mm-hmm. oh boy but um yeah. and by ten. A lot of kids already have a phone. Yeah, and then the money you have to spend, it is just a thing that I don't... I'm glad I don't have to deal with that. Yeah. (laughs) I remember getting my first flip phone in college. Yeah. That was a big deal. Yes. And that's, you know, not having to call mom and dad on the landline. Uh Uh-huh. Right. But then you you had to answer when they called, like you said. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. What do you do with kids? Oh, Hmm. boy. Well, you'll find out. What's it going to be like when your kid's in high school? Oh, man. Oh, Alexis. That's going to be crazy. I can't even can't even picture that right now. You're going to have the cutest kid ever. Oh. We haven't even really brought that up. It's fun to be healthy and yeah, doing its thing, you know? <laughs> doing its thing. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know, are you alive? Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Oh, at least think it's cute. You know, that's, oh, that's what's yeah, important, that's what hopefully. Matters. Sure, sure, sure. But, um, yeah, wow. Yeah, that's coming up. So if you're going through that now, does your kid have a phone and how old? Just send us an email because we're getting down to the end of the show. But this is always something that we're curious about and revisit often because when to do what and why because... Woo, baby. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know that uh, it's uh, screen time is really important, and I know a lot of parents manage, um, you know, did you do your chores for the day? Right. Well, if you didn't, you might not have your you screen take time. take it away. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Well, maybe you just have a phone that can just make calls and text. Mm-hmm. Not without, you know. <laughs> yeah, not the, a smartphone. Is not what a smartphone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, hey. I support that. Yeah, I support that. I don't know, you know, you're talking about a Nintendo Switch. I've been playing a game on uh, Nintendo Switch right now. Yeah. I love Nintendo Switch. I was talking to my daughter about it last night. She doesn't have one. And I'm like, you have to get one of these. It is awesome. You can plug it into your TV and then play the same game when you go to the airport and just, you know, carry it around with you. I saw you playing it when we went to New York. Yeah. I looked over a few times like, wow, she really enjoying that. Yeah, You're, that's, that was a fun game. I don't know. It's, you were shooting things. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It's. I'm playing um, the Legend of Zelda for oh, Nintendo Switch. Yeah, it is a vast game. It's going to take me like a year to honestly. Well, that's good, right? You don't want to conquer it right away and then no move on. So, are you going to get her one, or is she? I was thinking about, about to it. Get one? <laughs> no, how, much, I, how much is a Switch? Well, they're about four hundred. That's the thing. It is oh. an investment. That's why I said, you know, you mentioned, do you let your kid have your? It's it's her, his or her Nintendo Switch on the school bus or take it to school. I would not. Oh, if yeah. I had a young parent, because it's too much, too valuable. Mm. You know, that's gonna they might yeah. break it or lose it or it might get stolen. So that's too true. much of a risk. I just it that is. would be an at home thing only. Well, Steve Patterson, you well, you have a fourth one on the way. Yeah. <gasps> oh oh yeah. When are your kids gonna get a cell phone? Oh gosh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Later than whatever the norm is, is yeah. what I feel as like my answer possible. should be. How old is Addie? Uh my oldest is eight. She'll be nine next month. Oh, um, okay. She already asked for one? She yes, kids are enamored with all sorts of electronics and yep. we have just told her no. Although there are some of those um you know, like some self-contained phones that they can only call mom or dad. You you choose who they can access. Smart. I might, you know, s- sooner than later get them started on something like that. Because I don't want to be like the, you know, the weird cave person who tries to pretend like, you know, electronics don't exist. Yeah. exist at all. They wake, right. Guys, they wake up and they grab our phones because we're tired on the weekend. And then they're like, can I just grab your phone? And then we have YouTube Kids, the app oh, there. Oh, yes. And then, yes, it babysits sometimes. Sue me! It- <laughs> Sorry. It does the job. It just does once about in a while. Screen time and like how That's parents tough. nowadays have to really manage like, okay, if you didn't do your jobs you did for the day, then you don't get to have your screen time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a way to manage behavior. Yes, it really yeah. is. And you know what? This- M&Ms don't work anymore, guys. <laughs> no, that used to be. Yes. That was how I potty I trained out of yeah. Me too. <laughs> Mine was you don't get Cheez-Its. Yeah. <laughs> don't get Cheez-Its. Oh, I love Cheez-Its. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's a it's a real thing, and it's only going to get worse. So you got to yeah. figure out a healthy balance. I don't have that. Yeah, stuff what figured that out means. Yet. Yeah, oh, you got some time. Delay it. Yeah, what's Donna's coming here up? Too. Hey guys. Oh, oh hi. Go. Yep. There hi. you go. <laughs> hi. Yeah. What's coming up? Um. Yeah. You know what? We have a new song from Prince that we're gonna <gasps> listen to at ten o'clock. Awesome. Uh, posthumous album that his estate put out. So we'll get to that and a lot of other stuff. Right, Steve? Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Friday, baby. Yeah. yeah we got that Friday weekend mood. Great weekend, everyone. We love you so much. And yeah, we'll be back on Monday. Have a great day. You be you unless you're